Welcome to the Finding Joy in the Journey podcast. This is Sheridan Ripley from Enjoy Life. I'm a wife and a mother of three boys ranging from 22 down to 14. I'm an author of five and a half books, and I love to teach my online classes, and I also enjoy one-on-one coaching. I'm so excited you joined me here today as I share some tips and tools to help you find joy in your journey through life. Today, I want to share a different point of view of the stripling warriors. Did they see their mothers praying? In the Book of Mormon, there is a beloved story of young stripling warriors. They were children of a people who had covenanted with God to never fight again. Then their land was attacked. Since their children hadn't made the covenant with God not to fight, their children asked to be able to fight to protect their families. Besides being young and anxious to serve the Lord and the people, these youth were honorable and true at all times in whatsoever thing they were entrusted. Altogether, there were over 2,000 of these valiant sons, and they asked Helaman if he would lead them into battle, to which he agreed. In spite of their youth and inexperience in combat, they proved to be good soldiers. Under the leadership of Helaman, whom they called Father, the stripling warriors were successful again and again and proved to be a great strength to the Nephite armies who had become weary with fighting. Throughout the battles in which the young stripling warriors fought, many of their number were wounded, but not one of them was ever killed Because although they had never fought, yet they did not fear death, and they did think more upon the liberty of their fathers than they did upon their lives. Yea, they had been taught by their mothers that if they did not doubt, God would deliver them. How is it that they were taught by their mothers? What is it that helped these youth to have such great faith? What comes to mind is the power of a mother's prayer. I think about the power of a mother's prayer. Do you think that these warriors had seen their mothers praying for them over the years? Do you think they saw their mother's faith in action? I would say yes. Of course, they were taught by their mothers directly, but also most certainly saw their mothers praying for them and felt their faith. I am sure that these moms were praying their guts out while their children were away fighting for them. They were saying very powerful prayers and for very specific things like safety and wisdom, protection maybe angels to protect them, maybe eyes to see things clearly so that they would know how to react and when to react, and of course, being able to listen to and follow their leaders. When things got scarier and the warriors needed courage, I can picture them remembering seeing their moms praying for them and knowing that their moms were praying for them right now and gathering strength from that image and that knowledge. It wasn't just that they had been taught in their youth. They knew that their mothers were actively helping them through prayer, even when they were far away. Prayer is definitely one of my most favorite and most powerful mothering tools, especially as my boys grow up and then as they move out. I love this definition of prayer from the Bible Dictionary. The object of prayer is not to change the will of God, but to secure for ourselves and for others blessings that God is already willing to grant, but that are made conditional on our asking for them. Blessings require some work or effort on our part before we can obtain them. Prayer is a form of work and is an appointed means of obtaining the highest of all blessings. I had an experience as a mom 
when my oldest son, Devin, was 16, he lied to us and said he was going on a camp out to Joshua Tree. Instead, he chose to drive himself down to Mexico by himself and through a series of choices, ended up being in a situation where he actually was kidnapped by a group of people. It was November 11th, 2014, and it was the morning. I had this distinct impression that I needed to pray for Devin and that he was in trouble. I immediately said a prayer and was kind of confused because even after the prayer, I felt very unsettled and that he was surrounded by danger. This was so confusing to me. I was wondering what the heck was happening on this camp out. I prayed again, did not feel any kind of comfort from my prayer. He was supposedly in Joshua Tree. I knew there was no cell reception. So really all I could do was pray again. And this time when I prayed, I very specifically asked that angels would be with him and that he would have eyes to see what he needed to see to be able to be safe. So it wasn't until hours later that I discovered that he actually was in Mexico. And it wasn't really till the next day when my husband had gone to get him and bring him home that I learned what had happened and that he had been kidnapped. As he related his story, explaining what had happened, he talked about how when he was being brought into the shack, his eyes were drawn to this hole in the wall. He thought, oh, I could maybe escape through the walls because it was a thin wall. And they blindfolded him and all of these things. But when they left him alone, he got himself untied and did what that impression was, which was to run for that, that hole in the wall. And he was able to break free. So many miracles happened that day. I'm actually in the process of writing the Mexico miracle story, which can go into all those details. But for the purpose of this podcast, it was such a mind-blowing example of how a mother's prayer can be so powerful. I don't know if Devin knew I was praying for him because he knew in his mind, that I thought he was in Joshua Tree on a camp out. I, I don't know if he's like, oh, maybe my mom's praying for him right now. I, I don't know if that is what happened. But I definitely know that the prayer that I offered up that day evoked those blessings that God was willing to grant, that he sent those angels to help him and that, that he helped Devin to see that hole in the wall and gave him that impression. It is for sure a powerful tool that we have to pray for our children, not only when they're with us and they can see us praying, but when they're not with us. Right now, it's August of 2020, and my two oldest boys are far from me. Devin now is an adult, and he's an EMT in California. And with COVID-19 going on, he he definitely is in situations where he's exposed to that. He does wear his protective gear, etc., but it's it still just weighs a little heavy on me sometimes. And I am so grateful for prayer. I can't be there with Devin, obviously, because he's in a different state and he's doing a job that you don't bring your mom to your job with you, of course. But I can pray for him every day. I can pray and ask that that he be protected. I can pray and ask that he might make sure to do his laundry or, you know, take off his dirty clothes and put them where they belong. You know, all these things that, of course, he should do because he's an adult. But when I worry about him, it's so reassuring for me to know that I can pray for him. And I can always send angels when I'm extra worried. And this is what helps me live from a place of peace. 
as a mom with grown-up kids that are not home. My my middle child's over in France right now serving a mission. And again, he's far away. I can't make sure he's taking his vitamins. I can't do the things that I used to do when he was little. So all I can do is pray for him. And prayer for me is my most powerful tool as a mom, especially as my boys have aged. But even when they were little, I think it probably was one of my most powerful tools. Remember to pray for your children. Let them see you praying for them. Let them hear you praying for them. Let them know you are praying for them even when they leave home. Just like the stripling warriors, it will give them a source of strength to turn to, not only because it will have increased their testimony of prayer so they turn to God, but to know that your prayers are boosting them up as well. We all have our different battles that we are fighting, and knowing that others are praying for us can give us strength. Let's pray not only for our children, but for each other, and let each other know that we're praying. We are warriors. Our children are warriors. And we need prayers. I'm starting an email series about asking the angels for assistance because they are anxious to help you. When I ask for angels, I always do it in prayer. I just say a little prayer to Heavenly Father and ask for angels' help. And I found it to be so helpful in giant things like saving Devin in Mexico when I didn't even know he was there down to little things like cooking dinners. That's going to be starting in the next week or so. So please go ahead. If that is interesting to you, sign up on my website and I'd love to see you there. Thanks for listening today. Please subscribe so you never miss a tip or a tool. And I love to read reviews. If something that you learned here today was beneficial for you, please share it with your friends so they can benefit too. Thanks. And remember that if you want to learn more tips or tools or see what other resources I have available, you can visit my website, SheridanRipley.com. Enjoy. Enjoy.